Hello and welcome to The Daily Reprieve, where we provide essays, speaker meetings, workshops, and conferences in podcast format. We are an ad-free podcast. If you enjoy listening, please help us be self-supporting by going to donate.thedailyreprieve.com and drop a dollar or two into the virtual basket. Please consider donating monthly by clicking the Donate Monthly button. However, one-time donations are always welcome. Just click the Donate Now button. Now, without further ado, this episode of The Daily Reprieve. So, uh, my name is Andre. I'm a sexaholic. Uh, my um, sobriety date is uh, uh, March the 1st, 2017. I, um, my first sobriety date uh, was in... Um, uh, June of 1988, so that will tell you something. And uh, the, the, the difference between those two dates, for me, I think is probably due to lust, and that's what I want to talk about today. And I, I made a commitment my, to myself not to actually prepare what I was going to say or um, just, to, just to go in and let the Lord... Um, uh, lead me where he wants to go under this title of uh, which I've chosen is um, why is victory over lust so important to me? Well, for starters, on the autobiographical side, uh, when I found SA, uh, it was in Germany um, at a wonderful treatment center that had been visited by Roy Kay um, a couple of years before. Um, there were SA meetings. And um, I, I, I was okay with that, I, 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 but, but not sort of uh, over, over the top, uh, particularly when the doctor uh, sent me to AA, and I couldn't see the, uh, the connection there at all. Uh, but I did have enormous fun in uh, uh, that first essay uh, meeting on an airbase in Karlsruhe in Germany, and said to myself, um, uh, I, if this is what AA is, then I really want to be an alcoholic. And I should say that uh, that, that opening opportunity came because uh, at that meeting, I uh, blurted out, um, I, I don't know whether I'm an alcoholic or not, um, but I do dress up in women's clothes, and I hate it. And um, as we went round the room, uh, after that it was a tent actually um, one after another every member of that AA meeting and that must have been 16 or 17 people um, uh, shared that they too had dressed up in women's clothes and uh, everybody fell about laughing and uh, it was a wonderful uh, introduction to uh, um, <laughs> shame free living or the possibility of shame, shame free uh, living uh, but I didn't go to S. I didn't continue uh, attending AA until many many years later. It took me until '91 uh, uh, to identify myself as a as as, as a full blown alcoholic, like any other alcoholic, rather than an alcoholic, possibly or with some kind of uh, special <laughs> conditions and all that kind of stuff. Um, I was uh, married at the time. Uh, with a young son, uh, aged a year and a half, 
And pretty soon after I, I got back home from the late uh, 88, got back home from that uh, clinic, um, my, my, my wife said, at least I heard her say, that uh, two babies in the house was, was enough for her and um, that I'd really better get some more help because she just couldn't cope. And uh, uh, just to, so to be clear, my symptoms were those of a very heavy uh, suicidal depression, uh, but I had a lot of cheering and I uh, vaguely sensed that uh, there must have been something terribly traumatic in my, in my childhood and that uh, this is, was, was triggering um, uh, through the presence of, of my, my baby son and, and playing uh, w- with him. Um, of course, through that first meeting in, in Germany, first SA meeting, I knew about the last concept. I had, um, I'd heard it shared. I, I, had, I had read the, uh, the, the, the relevant sentences. Um, but there's something very, I mean, you all know, I'm sure that, you know, we cunning, talk about cunning, but baffling and powerful. Uh, my disease, uh, really hides itself under a cloud of, 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 um, denial. And, uh, in, in, in my case, it was, uh, I think I'm going to jump ahead, uh, now, um, so we can get into some other material before we open up is that I thought lust had to do with my eyes because the book said so. I had no sense that, that it could actually be something wrong with my, with my head and that the, that the disease might be in my head. And what that led to was that I, 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 I had a daily struggle um, about custody of our eyes, and many of us do. Um, and it really that but that custody of my eyes really wasn't getting anywhere uh, it produced a, a sobriety that was that in time became purely technical because I, uh, I, I ended up marrying and remarrying uh, three marriages in all and each time I made sure that uh, when we uh, entered when I got into the marriage bed for the first time uh, that uh, that, I, that that I was actually sober, and and really that sobriety in those days was 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 a very technical matter. And I'm reminded that one of my inspirations was uh, around I can't remember exactly when, but Roy K. Uh, you you may remember uh, astonished the fellowship at one of our international conventions uh, by uh, striking off I think a full seven years of his sobriety because he was concerned to carry the message of progressive victory over lust rather than, than mere uh, sexual sobriety. Uh, and, and that's what I find myself doing too, really because I could see that uh, my, um, my physical sobriety wasn't, wasn't cutting it. I, I, I was not... Um, I, 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 I was not. Um, I was not relating soberly uh, to the women in my life. 
And uh, when I'm particularly uh, sick, and that uh, happens at, actually at this time because I, I run a, or I'm a titular head of a, of a non-governmental organization in, in our country here, a lot of very, very attractive women here, some of us employees, some not. And um, uh, through the program, uh, the steps, I have a pretty comfortable relationship with myself these days. So um, I, uh, uh, in, in principle, know that that extends, will extend into my relationships with the women in, uh, uh, that, uh, that I meet on a, uh, on, on a regular basis. But when I'm ill, I no longer feel so comfortable. Uh, I may find myself uh, uh, greeting uh, a, a, a woman and then thinking, oh, was that appropriate? And uh, very often I, I ask what is appropriate, but it's quite difficult to, to get a, a, a straight answer because you know, she herself may be having a difficulty with lust. Who knows? Not, 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 not my business. But that's really where I am at the moment. Um, with uh, three marriages, I used to have years sobriety until I knocked off um, a lot of years because I felt that my um, my my so my so-called um, sober uh, relationships uh, with my wives were really not sober at all. Um, I'm talking about wife number two and and, and, and wife number three. Um, I'm still married uh, to wife number three. Um, she helps me a lot because she um, is, I, I, I think, without knowing it, a very, very tough and demanding essence um, uh, um, And she's with she's with friends and guests at the moment. And um, uh, I came out of the room uh, because I felt uncomfortable with the with the kind of lustful, to me, lustful talk that they were engaging in, uh, because she and I really do come from different planets uh, when it comes to what, what is okay and, and, and what is not okay in terms of co- communications. And if I was to rely on, um, as I have done in the past, on pleasing her, uh, on attempting to fit in with uh, her view of uh, what is um, appropriate behavior in a man, I would be lost just as I have been lost in the past. Uh, 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 a fast road, as far as I'm concerned, uh, to, to, getting, to screwing my head up. And so instead, I just walked across the yard and came into the house and had a bit of a, to my side of the house, came into a bit of a struggle uh, to, get, to get online, um, technically um, not, not all that savvy. And lo and behold, it was exactly the right time for, for the meeting. So that was a great relief because I realized that, you know, that God was in charge after all, in spite of my, <laughs> my um, pretty sick reactions during the uh, afternoon around my wife's guest. Um, and uh, that God, as usual, is providing uh, uh, even me uh, with um, his wonderful love and acceptance. Um, as one of his sexaholic children. I, I'd like to say something about um, what, what it is relating to, what, what it is for me relating to sexaholic injury. Um, I, I spent a long time uh, when, I, uh, when I first entered the program um, 
watching my eyes, uh, being very careful about um, uh, what I was looking at, uh, my head turning, all that kind of kind of behavior. Um, I'm not so sure now, and I think my record um, supports that, that that is uh, a particularly healthy way of going about this thing. I know many sponsors, many of us sponsors, recommend it. Um, but uh, I've come to believe that it, it, it smacks uh, of, uh, in particular, of control, of some kind of attempt to, to manipulate outcomes, uh, which is, is, is not the way I understand um, sobriety these days. Uh, wh- where I am right now is, is a, a more concerned with what's going on in my mind. Um, in, the, in the session this morning, um, there was a young lady in the, in the seat directly in front of, uh, in front of me. Um, and I very nearly moved because uh, she was uh, uh, playing with her hair and her this and her that and um, uh, the stuff that, that I find suggestive and really difficult, particularly if it's in my full view. Um, so I, I, I turned in my seat and um, made sure concentrated on, on, on some hopefully... Uh, questions that would uh, help the process along. Um, this is a, a, an international political event that, uh, that I'm involved in here, um, and that felt like a like a, a, a good move. Um, when I uh, leave uh, the, the city where our meetings are and drive to my hometown, which is about 30 kilometres away. Um, I, uh, I have to face, because it's the only road out of town, um, street walkers uh, along the long hill out of town. And um, I have a lot of difficulty with that because I need to watch the road. I need to watch who's on, who's on the road. Uh, the, the sick uh, Indra wants to know things like, oh, what's, what's she wearing tonight? Um, and, and obviously that's none of my business. And also... Um, there's a whole business about street walking. I, I have a very uh, sort of sick relationship uh, uh, there that I have to be, I need to bring out into the open. Um, my sponsor has helped me a lot with that, saying, reminding me that you know, each of those young women uh, are, um, they have a, a, their own normal self and their own sick self. And their normal self, their everyday self, is not one that I would probably be particularly attracted by. Um, poverty, disease, uh, depression, uh, a very likely part of her package, uh, just as I have a, um, a, a sick package too, that uh, I know, thank God for this program, to, 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 to live comfortably with these, these days. So I'm not, I'm not fighting uh, my lustful eyes. I'm accepting my lustful eyes. I'm attempting to be uh, to show love, um, certainly in my head, because um, uh, you know, obviously I don't get out of the car or any of that. Although I have been tempted in the past, um, but it's a very different kind of relationship uh, to the relationship that I have had um, in the past in my struggle to uh, control. Uh, my last, my struggle to um, control my eyes and and all that 
sort of thing. And I want to be careful here because I, I, I don't want to be con- controversial. I want to make, just say, stay strictly with uh, what I find uh, is, is, is working. Um, more, uh, I, I noticed at this event we're holding here, um, a number of women, because I'm the titular head, uh, pay me a special attention. And um, I, I am comfortable with that and grateful with that. But I, I don't linger. My big temptation is to say inwardly, ah, maybe she, maybe she really likes me. Uh, maybe this is the one and all that kind of bullshit. Um, as opposed to, um, well, thank you, I'm glad you enjoyed the afternoon. Uh, what, what part did you particularly enjoy kind of thing? Um, and that feels uh, to me, and I engage in it, uh, kind of robust, uh, healthy, engaging, um, comfortable. Uh, but I can slip out of that very easily, particularly when I'm tired or particularly uh, when I'm hurt. Uh, my wife was there and uh, my wife is my greatest teacher in sobriety um, because I, I, the sexaholic in me is very sensitive and she has to say certain words or certain gestures and, uh, I, and, my, <laughs> and my, I, I'm immediately gone into shame and, 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 and the like. So a big part of my uh, recovery exercise is how to recognize that my, my wife on such occasions is doing her thing in her own way, but it's actually not about me at all. Uh, and, and, and that's been a great, great in, insight. I think I'm coming to the end uh, now. Um, you asked me a little bit, bit about history uh, of SA, and that's important, particularly in Europe particularly for those of you who are in isolated places or isolated communities uh, scattered around the world, is that um, I came back to, um, to uh, England in, uh, in 89, uh, out of my first marriage, uh, to find that there were no SA meetings. Uh, but there was um, uh, an SLAA meeting and those, there were four SLAAs who came over as a group uh, to SA soon after I, I arrived. I mean, so soon after I arrived, I can hardly remember what the, what the date was. Um, I remember the participants because one uh, of, of both the men has since died. Um, and, and the two women have moved to the States and, and, and are now married. So there I was uh, with a, a virtually non-existent fellowship, but but one other guy, just one other guy, uh, in the in the depths of the countryside, and we began meeting together, uh, and uh, occasionally driving up to London together. And I don't know quite how it happened, but even though we were in the depths of the countryside, um, other uh, potential members uh, began turning up. Um, very mysterious how that works. And, but the, the group stayed small. Um, the core group was two or three people. Um, but other meetings began springing up around the, uh, the UK West Country uh, so that we soon had a thriving fellowship, even though our own meeting was tiny. And I, I, I want to underline that because how often do I hear, uh, even here in my uh, hometown, Oh well, you know, maybe we just get better give up because uh, uh, nobody nobody's interested in this thing. Um, 
And not so. As the, uh, my doctor in Germany said, uh, uh, God's mills grind slowly. And that's so important that we're doing this in God's time, not, not our own time. And uh, as a result, that those two founders of that group in uh, 88 were both sober. Um, my chum Bill has a large and happy family. Um, he's um, a successful uh, local businessman. Uh, and um, I'm involved in uh, uh, NGOs in particular as a volunteer in our local treatment center. But I think the difference between my mate Bill's history and sobriety and mine is that he made a, he made a clean break with lust. He really, I, I remember watching him, he put lust behind him. And I, I haven't, uh, or I didn't. Um, I wanted throughout that period to demonstrate to myself that um, it was possible to um, uh, enjoy lust, um, particularly in the marriage. Um, and, and that has tr- turned out to be uh, a complete delusion. Uh, I, I believe we t- all take our own time in the fellowship and in our program and getting sober. But this idea that I could somehow lust like a gentleman and get, get uh, and uh, uh, and enjoy it uh, just has not worked. I've been through these two uh, new marriages since uh, um, uh, my, my my first, and and frankly, I mean, it occurred to me the other day that you know maybe my my underlying addiction here is not so much to, to lust, but to getting married, to um, uh, to the whole romance around um, uh, courting and uh, getting married and uh, whether I'm with a sponsor or not. Uh, um, in my case, that has been a very, very dangerous business because it, it is, uh, it, 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 I, I'm trying to kind of legalize lust um, in my own mind. And, and, and that has not, not worked. And I, 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 I want to emphasize this very strongly because uh, Roy, Roy K. gave us the example with his uh, slashing his, um, his sobriety date. Um, I've slashed my sobriety date uh, because I am sober in other, other fellowships as well. And I want to know the freedom uh, that I, I, I know is available for me. Uh, for all of us um, when we talk about and when we think about and practice uh, the freedom uh, from lust in all our affairs, um, progressive victory over lust in all our affairs. I think I'll stop there and I look forward to hearing you. Thank you. I would like to thank you for listening to this episode of The Daily Reprieve, the best source for experience, strength, and hope for SA members. Please subscribe to this podcast to be alerted of new episodes. Please show your support by donating to The Daily Reprieve by going to donate.thedailyreprieve.com and choosing either monthly donations or a one-time donation by clicking Donate Now. Thank you for listening, and stay tuned for the next episode of The Daily Reprieve.